Hello and welcome to our podcast. You're listening to Tony and Tiff, Coach to Coach. Our podcast covers all topics coaching. Listen in and enjoy it as we upgrade each week and speak about things with passion, energy and enthusiasm to help you get the very best of life. Hi, Tony. Hey, Tiff. How are you going? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm feeling great. Thanks. Really good to be um, and pleased to be here today on another episode with you. Me too. Yes, it's a lovely, lovely way to spend the afternoon, isn't it? Yeah, look, you know, and, and today we're talking about a great topic too. You know, with, there's some really good topics actually. I was just going through and having a quick look over what, what, what is already up on our Coach to Coach podcast site and there's some, some great stuff there. So, you know, if you haven't checked it out, people, there's no excuse. Go and have a look at it. That's right. Yeah, yeah no, we have been working our way through some really good topics and we've got lots more to come, haven't we? And I think, you know, what's really interesting is that we put the, well, we put the challenge out there or the request out there anyway to listeners to send us in, send us an email or get back to us via many of our, the, the ways and means that people can contact us through Facebook, through, um, through Anchor directly, through the podcast, directly through Spotify, through uh, Messenger email, however you can get in contact. So we put the request out to ask people, our faithful listeners, to send us in any um, feedback or topics that people might be interested in. And this one has come um, from Sue, who um, says so she's one of our faithful listeners. She says she loves listening to Coach to Coach podcast and regularly listens in when she's out walking in the mornings, which is really lovely. You know, I thought that's, that's really sweet. But she actually asked if we could do something or we could talk about what to do when we are overwhelmed. Um, so overwhelmed with the busyness of life, you know, or the many different tasks or things that we have to do each day. And I thought that that might be a great topic that we could talk about today, Tiff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, um, I'm sure it's something that's very relevant to, to everyone, if not all the time, then at least at some point in time in their lives. I'm sure most people can relate to being overwhelmed by the busyness of life? Well, I think we live today in an incredibly busy world. You know, there's so much more information. There's so much more things going on, the busyness of the world. You know, we don't just sort of sit at home bored because we're so stimulated, if not overstimulated, with with all of the, I guess, trappings in a way of modern life. You know, we've got at our fingertips, podcasts, YouTube, all these computers and phones in our hands, you know, a computer in our hot little hands that we can access stuff. People can contact us instantly. So we can get easily overwhelmed by just all of this, you know, I guess incredible busyness of stuff that comes to us or through us or, you know, impacts upon us in some way. And I thought today we might look at ways that, you know, we can get overwhelmed and what that even means but specifically looking at some strategies or ways that we can manage that feeling of overwhelm. Because it's a feeling, Tiff, isn't it? Yeah, look, definitely it's, it, it certainly can be a feeling and, and, and an emotional sort of a sensed sensation within us. Um, and I think for me really one of the things it comes down to is prioritising. Um, we, you know, none of us can do everything all at once and we do tend to put a lot of pressure on ourselves with work commitments, 
family commitments, personal commitments, you know, goals we might be working towards and just day-to-day tasks that we've all got to stay on top of in order to live a normal life. So, yeah, it, for, for me, when I get that sense of overwhelm, it's really about coming back to the basics and figuring out what's necessity and what, I, what doesn't need to be a priority right now. So sometimes that means letting go of a few things that I was doing or just really making a decision about where I'm going to put my energy and focusing on one task at a time really sometimes is, is one of the ways that I find can be really helpful for dealing with that overwhelm. Yeah, look, thanks, Tiff. I think you said some really important things there. And I know as I was sort of thinking about you know, preparing in terms of what we're going to talk about today. You know, some of those things you talked about, prioritising, getting back to basics, letting go, focusing, all of that stuff, you know, I certainly could relate to as well. And I think it doesn't matter whether you're talking about or we're talking about, you know, our work life or our personal life. I mean, for me, there's no real difference. If I'm overwhelmed, I'm overwhelmed. In any area of my life, it'll impact on the other do you know what I mean? If I'm overwhelmed yep. at work, it's going to spread out to my relationships with my family. Some people are really good at, you know, just leaving work at work and then having their personal life or their family life at home. But I think, you know, to be fair, it's got to spill over in some way, you know, um, some way, shape or form, whether we know it, whether that's conscious or not, you know, Um And I think, you know, often it's about getting deeper, looking at what's really going on. Why are we overwhelmed? Or how do we get ourselves into a situation in the first place that makes us feel overwhelmed? And there are a um, a range of strategies I think that we can look at and we can talk about, including, you know, things like prioritising, letting go, getting back to basis, you know, changing our focus, all of those things. But before we do, Tiff... Let's just talk about what, what, what we know of, of, I guess, what we mean by being overwhelmed. When we say something is overwhelming, what really, how do you see that? You know, someone says to me, I'm just overwhelmed. Um, you know, what does that really, how do, you, how do you interpret that? Other than a cry for help, I suppose. Yeah, well, I, as I do, I actually looked up the definition before we got on um, the call today and it was quite interesting the textbook definition or dictionary definitions of this word actually are. So we know as coaches we focus on the language that people use and looking at the meaning of this word, it is actually a really interesting word for people to use. So um, one of the definitions was to bury or drown beneath a huge mass of something, which I thought was an interesting uh, an interesting definition. Another one that I thought was was quite good was to overpower or overcome something, especially with superior forces. Yes, which was another interesting uh, way to look at that word. So, you know, if we if we look at just the basic definition of the word, it really is about things becoming bigger than us. And overwhelm to me means that they've sort of they've taken over my ability to to function at times you know like if i'm overwhelmed i'm not able to function and i like that that definition of sort of being drowned by things you know that in my life at times i can certainly have that experience of just so many things that i need to do you almost feel 
like you're drowning or you're swimming in it and you can't uh, actually manage to get on top of things. Yeah. So that one really resonates with me. But, yeah, that, that's really what, what it sort of what it means to me is just having so many things to do and feeling like there's not enough time in the day to do it or just really having no sense as to how I'm going to get all these things done. That That's really when overwhelm comes in for me or... Or emotional. So when when I'm just under an enormous amount of emotional stress, uh, to the point that I sort of can't can't clear it, or at at the time feel like I can't clear it, and feel as though it has sort of taken over my life, so to speak, then that that would be a sense of overwhelm for me as well. Yeah, I like that. I like the fact that you know, it, for me, I think it is about that massive or that you know huge um i suppose the way that we way that we view something it, it's almost seems that it's it is overpowering and all-consuming um i know i can feel very anxious or sometimes even distressed and even painful you know it's like as if something is overwhelming because i just don't know how to deal or cope with it um it's too heavy it's too enormous um, it's too massive, it's too vast, it's too intense that I, yeah. um, it becomes unbearable. And I think that is a state that we can get ourselves into, you know, when we let, our, when we let things pile up, pile up, pile up, pile up in life, whatever it is, our work, our personal life, emotional, physical things even, um, you know, and we can't seem to find a way out um, that we normally could cope with or do but for that overwhelm. Mm. And rationality, you know, logic sort of goes out the window and life becomes too much. We feel stressed. We feel very pressured. And, you know, the danger is I think we can make mistakes or we can act rashly or do things that we wouldn't normally do or say things we wouldn't normally want to say because we're overwhelmed. Um, So in that sense, I think it's something that we really need to you know, look at managing or look at trying to work out strategies or ways that we can um, deal with that feeling of being overwhelmed. I know it's very common. Um, you know, more and more young people suffer from anxiety um, and that sense of having just too much on their plates that they can't cope. Um, and that doesn't have to necessarily be huge tasks. It could just mean that there's a lot of things that, you know, people feel that, that are challenging them, that are severely challenging them and that anxiety that's caused or that distress that's caused by not being able to deal with whatever we need to deal with, you know, can really set in and take over. Mm. I love to, sorry, Tiff, just wanted to say this before I forgot my train of thought. I love the fact that, you know, in coaching we talk all about change, you know, changing, looking at our core values and beliefs, changing limiting beliefs, changing behaviours, you know, this is something, overwhelm is something that is easily addressed, you know, that, is, is, that we are easily able to change, you know, through coaching or not. There's lots of different ways and strategies that we can, you know, really address this, as you've already said, you know, prioritising or getting back to basis, those sorts of things. Um, so it's not necessarily a negative thing. It can be something that, you know, triggers us to want to make that change. And to really look how we can better cope or better handle with whatever we need to have to handle. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. And one of the, there I go with my absolutely again, it's back. Yeah. Um, 
one of the things that coaching can be very helpful for is, you know, one of the approaches that we do take generally as coaches is to help people to really hone in on one particular thing at a time too. So we, you know, one of the tools that, that we have uh, that I know both of us use with our clients is that the coaching tool called the wheel of life, where we really look at somebody's life in different sections. So looking at health, looking at uh, finances, looking at career relationships, lifestyle, environment, uh, all those different factors that make up our lives and just really deciding from a diagnostic kind of perspective which one is it that needs the most work and working through that first. So sometimes when we are overwhelmed, it can be because there's a number of things that are going wrong or there's lots of different areas in our life that we feel need a lot of work. And just by having the opportunity to sit with a coach and to actually look at that actually on paper, but just look at it from, from a slightly more uh, rational perspective, I suppose, and having somebody to bounce the ideas off in, in partnership with a coach can be very, very helpful just to gain that clarity. Okay, so this is the area, like say it's health, for example. This is the area that I want to work on. So what is it about my health? And we as coaches are really good at asking the questions to help people to figure out what they what it is that's going on there and where they might want to put some work in and make some changes. And then it's about how do we follow through with that? So that's where the coaching relationship can really help people. How do we follow through with that? How do we get accountable for the changes that we're wanting to make? And if it is it working, great. And if it's not working, we need to change our strategy, change our approach and, you know, as a team can actually help that person to get the results. So I think, you know, when we talk about just really breaking it down and coming back to basics, coaching can be very, very helpful for that process process for people just to to hone in on one area of their lives and that you know that in itself is a good just a little tip for anyone that is listening just to really try and focus on on one part of your life to begin with and whatever it is try and get you know a couple of wins on the board where you're starting to feel a little bit of that momentum and when you're starting to believe in yourself a little bit more that, yes, actually I can make a change and I have made some changes and things are improving and then you can look at the next steps because quite often when we are overwhelmed, it will be accompanied by lots of thoughts about how I can't achieve this and I can't achieve that and I've been here before and I'm back here again, all those types of things that I'm sure are very common thoughts for lots of people that, you know, we're, we're dealing with those thoughts as well. So when you can start to have some of those successes and you can start to believe in yourself a little bit and change some of those beliefs that, yes, I can make a difference to my own life and I can take, you know, control and make some changes, that can really help build some momentum towards gaining traction in these things that are overwhelming us as well. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, I think it's really important too, as you say, Tiff, to write it down because we get it out of our heads. You know, often we're, it's a mental process where we're overwhelmed. It's more about in our minds than necessarily what we've got to do. I mean, we have a, tr- a, a tremendous capacity as humans to do a lot of things. You know, we're very good at multitasking. We're very good at doing lots and lots of things, big or small. But in a way, that is where we can ironically become quite overwhelmed because 
you know, we can get saturated in our own minds, in our own heads about all of the things we've got to do that it's like a bit like a runaway train, you know, it just sort of takes off and, and very quickly that negative sort of frame of mind can set in. So it is really important to get to write things down, to make this, to really look critically and specifically at what it is that we, we need to do, work on one thing or prioritise the rest, whatever it is, you know, that gets us clear. Um, for me, I know that's been a big, um, it's been a big part of my uh, story when I have been overwhelmed in the past. You know, I've learnt, I've learnt this fantastic technique. I remember listening to Tony Robbins years ago and we talk about it in coaching as well. I don't know if we use the same term. I've heard the term, but it might have a bit of a different con- connotation or a different, different meaning than um, the way Tony Robbins uses it. But he talks about a technique called chunking where we just chunk things down in our mind. So instead of having a hundred things I have to, to do on my to-do list today or this week, I can chunk them down into categories, you know, such as work, family, which I guess relates back to, you know, keeping it, so keeping it, but getting back to basics or keeping it really simple. You know, I can chunk it down, all of these things down into three or four things, you know, work, family, health, whatever it is, study, um, financial and I can redirect my focus towards those things rather than scattering it across the whole hundred and feeling really overwhelmed. Um, and then, you know, by simplifying them, by chunking them down, the brain actually is better able to process those, um, you know, those areas, those tasks that what I've got to do rather than trying to process the entire hundred things at once, you know, and automatically just goes into this state of panic because it feels overloaded. I think compartmentalising and chunking things down, almost like, you know, putting things in little folders in my brain um, helps me to better manage things and to be better better able to, I guess, sort of, um, yeah, compartmentalise things or, you know, streamline things that I need to, to direct my focus towards. But definitely picking one thing, you know, and gaining momentum, you know, through achieving that goal or working towards that, can help me also with overwhelm because it's it's creating that sense of um, having achieved something, that sense of achievement, but also a sense of, you know, progress, that things aren't so bad, I can move forward, you know. Um, yeah. It sounds sort of counterintuitive too because when we've got so much on, it's almost like, you know, I don't know where to start. But stopping and really, you know, chunking things down, simplifying our lives, getting a sense of order and trying to assess where we are and why we are constantly or regularly overwhelmed in the first place actually helps us to deal with, you know, with, with that, that constant feeling of being overwhelmed or stressed. Yeah, it does. And one of the things that you mentioned that um, just brought up my next thought is the idea of getting out of our heads. So you yeah. mentioned, you know, writing things down can really help us to get out of our heads. And I think for me, one of the things that has helped the most to get out of my head at, at times of overwhelm and what has now just become a daily practice for me as well, uh, two things. Uh, meditation has been a really, really big part of me actually cultivating a calmer mind. So having a daily practice of it doesn't have to be, you don't have to meditate for a long time, even if, you know, I know especially when people are in a state of overwhelm, a minute can seem like a really long time, you know, if you can just do a minute every day and then build on that, that's at least a start. And I think 
I've I've managed to work up to about a ten minute practice in the mornings. I'm not I don't I'm not always perfect. I don't always stick to it, but when I do, I certainly have a much clearer mind during the day. And I think just it it speaks volumes for having just putting my mind into the habit of being quiet and cultivating that sense of calmness and peace within my mind has a flow on effect for the rest of the day. So it can actually help with that sense of overwhelm. Um, I, I know not everybody likes meditation. Sometimes it's just a matter of actually getting out of our head in other ways too. So getting out into nature is a really, really brilliant way to reconnect with ourselves and get out of our head. Uh, also just connecting with our senses. So noticing five things that your eyes are seeing right now and five things that you can hear or noticing all the different sounds that you can hear. Don't just limit yourself to five. Um, What do my feet feel like on the ground? What does my leg feel like when I'm sitting on the couch? You know, things like that to really check into the other senses and get out of our actual brain and connecting with our thinking can also be tools and strategies that can really help. And the more we practice those things, the more, the less overwhelmed we will feel and the more sense of calm and ability will return to us. And, um, you know, all those things are very supportive of moving forward and actually getting tasks completed and moving out of that state of overwhelm and into a state of more of a, um, a forward moving and, capable sort of positive mindset growth mindset sort of thing yeah definitely taking time out I know that you know if I go and do something that feels good when I'm overwhelmed I can let go of that pressure or that emotional attachment that I might have to my own stuff you know and I don't feel as bombarded with life so I can I can slow down certainly for me meditation also you know I start my day with meditation and any type of relaxation that really you know if it's just going for a walk around the block or, you know, doing something, taking a bath or doing something that actually nurtures our own mental health and well-being and, our, and also our physical bodies, you know, that helps us to pause, to calm down so we can, you know, let go of whatever it is that makes us anxious or frustrated or overwhelmed, you know. I think that's extremely um, helpful. Even, um, you know, simple things like just keeping hydrated, you know, often our brain gets physically overloaded. We get hot and bothered. You know, we need to stay hydrated and drink plenty of water and keep our fluids up. Looking after ourselves physically is really important. You know, I know for me sometimes I've just I've actually just been dehydrated or hungry when I felt really overloaded. You know, I felt that I needed to eat something or drink something so my mood can shift. And you know, yeah. I, and then again, I, I um, you know I I'm able to pick up and go on. But you know, when people are constantly overwhelmed or um, you know, pressured or un- under that sort of chronic stress, this can lead to, you know, quite severe health problems. And, you know, it might not, it may not seem like an issue at the time, but we really do have to, you know, really do have to look much deeper at, at, at how we do cope and how we do manage and what sort of strategies we do have to, to look at and to manage our um, feelings of overwhelm. Another thing Tiff I was thinking of is, is, is you know, we, we can ask people to help us, you know, delegate or, um, you know, ask somebody if we feel overwhelmed who might be in a better position to do something. We don't have to do everything ourselves. That attitude that, you know, I have to do this, this, this and this and this and this. Um, often that state of overwhelm is something I can self-inflict. 
In, in fact, it might be easier, cheaper and even quicker just to pay someone to do, you know, a menial task or a job that I just can't get to that I've been putting off, putting up or that's been piling up, piling up, piling up and I, I can't get there. So in the long run, it's just often money that's well spent which allows me to do what I really want to do and, um, you know, gets rid of that sense of overwhelm with things that I don't necessarily have to do myself. Mm. Yeah. I, I um, reminded me too of that, you know, really looking deeply at where I may need to let go of my own perfectionism as well. You yeah. Because often for me, uh, I know in times when I've been overwhelmed, it's been about, you know, trying to do everything perfectly and just not doing anything well because I, you know, set myself up to fail or I sabotage myself. You know, I think it's more about doing the best I can where I'm at. Everything doesn't have to be perfect. I just have to get things done, put them away and then move on to the next thing. You know, if I'm constantly striving to do things perfectly, um, you know, I can create a sense of overwhelm that, I really don't need, that's really not serving me, you know. And in that case, I think I have to look more deeply at how this is limiting my behaviour and what I need to change. Um, you know, I know I can think of cases where, you know, some of the, um, you know, people I've worked with in the past have this incredible perfectionism to do everything right, you know, and in a, in a certain way. And at the end of the day, you know, it's how important is it? It doesn't have to be that perfect. It just has to get done, you know. Yeah. The dishes just have to get washed up and put away. We don't have to stand there all day doing them, you know, um, um, in, in a perfect way. Uh, so sometimes that can actually be part and parcel, you know, part of the problem of why we're actually being overwhelmed because we're not, we've got this, this, this expected outcome or this um, expectation, I should say, in our heads of, of, of how we should do things and things become overwhelming because we can't ever get there, you know. Yeah, and that, that is a really good point that, you know, looking at our expectations of ourselves and what kind of what, what we're telling ourselves and what rules we have about, about our behaviours can, um, can be a really helpful thing and that's something, again, that coaching can really help somebody to unpack um, through some of the tools that we use as well. So, yeah, lot, lots, of, lots of areas that uh, coaching can sort of apply there, I think, for people that are looking to make changes and, and wanting to reach out and, as you said, uh, you know, in another way asking for help as well because sometimes we're overwhelmed because we, we haven't managed to come up with strategies ourselves or the ones that we have come up with uh, aren't necessarily serving us and sometimes we just need that other person there to help us, help guide us and uh, help us to see things in a different light. And sometimes it's even, I found, you know, really stopping and, you know, looking at my own behaviour, you know, I'm not here to please everybody. So there's not much point in me trying to take on the world and do everything myself. It'd be a bit of a martyr, um, you know, and then get burned out and frazzled. It really doesn't serve me. So I need to really look at what I'm, you know, what, what is it about me in my behaviour that... Um, you know, I'm not setting boundaries around what I, what I can and can't do or I'm not letting go of things that I can perhaps let go or ask people to help me with. So in a sense, I'm not being responsible in terms of managing my own, you know, my own emotional state. Um, and that can be a hard 
you know, pill to swallow because it's like, well, I am trying to do my best. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. But in a sense, the freedom comes from letting go of that. Um, you know, it's not, not about trying to prove myself to anyone or, you know, to act a certain way against my will, that type of thing. It's really about, you know, having that common sense, looking at what's important to me and, um, you know, addressing how I can manage my life in a healthy way without being overwhelmed. That could also mean to just stop judging and stop comparing myself with others, you know, um, giving myself a bit of a break, you know. Am I thinking that I need to do all of these things so I'm a good person or I'm a capable person? Um, you know, it's okay to do things at my own pace and, you know, to set boundaries around what I need to do, what I can do, what I can't do, to say no even. That's huge. Yeah, that is a big one. You know, I know for me that was, it took me, it's taken me a long time. I still struggle with that. You know, I can say, I, I, can, I can say no, but I find that, I find it, I, I don't find it comes easy for me. I know it's okay to say no and it's something I've got to continually practice. But I know today that I don't have to say, I don't have to agree, I don't have to say yes to everything and everyone that comes across my path. You know, I'm less likely to feel overwhelmed when I actually do put those boundaries up and just practising, you know, saying no. It's one of the most powerful words in our language that we can muster, you know. And you can say no respectively with a bit of grace and tact. Thanks for asking, but no, you know, I can't help you or, you know, I'm, I'm a bit stretched at the moment or overcommitted, you know, good luck, hope somebody else can assist you. You know, that's not necessarily offensive. It's about being assertive around our boundaries and managing what I've got on my plate. Yeah. Which I think is a far better strategy than just taking it on and getting resentful or frazzled or burned out, stressed, sick even, um, when I can't cope with what I've got on, you know. Um, and being assertive, yeah. being assertive too about it, you know. Yep. And a lot of those things come down to having a healthy sense of um, self-care and self-love, don't they? That yes. We're sort of getting into that territory as well, which yes. is a whole other topic that we could cover on another day. Yeah, <laughs> it absolutely is. It absolutely is. But I think it's, it is, it's, it's, I guess what I'm getting from this is a lot of this stuff is within the realm of our control, within the realm of our choice. I don't, yeah. I don't have to be overwhelmed if I make the choice not to. You know, I can put um, put up those boundaries. I can change the way that things are impacting me. You know, and a lot of people would say, I can think of an example at work where people are saying, but, you know, everything needs to be done today. We haven't got enough money. You know, that there's so much work to do, um, bills to pay, all of these things. There's no one else that can do this except me. All of those sorts of things can come into play, I guess, and it's sort of natural many ways to be stressed and to feel pressured by um, those types of pressures but if we really pause and reflect about you know why it is we are in that in that state in the first place we can then make choices to to you know try and manage that sense of of feeling overwhelmed I mean of course many people resort to unhealthy ways don't they to deal with overwhelm you know I'm thinking take a pill, have a drink, alcohol or drugs, you know, rush, cut corners, do things hastily, that sort of thing. Um, but ultimately, you know, it just ends up, we end up digging, digging ourselves into a deeper hole. So there are really um, healthy ways that we can 
manage up that feeling of being overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. I I hope people have gotten something from our um, from our chat today. I think we've yeah we've sort of covered a few different different approaches there that hopefully uh, are helpful to our listeners. Yeah, I got some quotes. I've got a couple of quotes there that I found. You know, it talks about um, being calm. There's one quote here I like. You know, you can't calm the storm, so stop trying. But what you can do is calm yourself. The storm will pass. You know, and that's a bit like I, I guess I relate that to overwhelm. That you know, no matter what's going on in the world or how crazy it is, as long as I'm doing the inner work and I'm keeping myself calm, you know, whether that's through meditation or you know making those choices, healthy choices about how I manage the overwhelm in my own, in my own headspace, you know, eventually things will, will, will calm down. Another one um, talks about, um, you know, being overwhelmed means that your life or your work is overempowering you. Regain control by clarifying your intentions. And so that's getting clear, you know, writing it down, setting the realistic expectations and focusing on your next step. So really yeah. about that about that focus, you know, and being able to to look at um, what's important for us. I think that for me, that's um, I know that's always been helpful. You know, just just actually focusing on what it is I need to do and keeping it really simple, breaking things down. What needs to be done now? What can I leave or discard for, till later? Yeah, and I think the word that really stands out to me from that last one is setting your intention. You know, yeah. like that is absolutely something we all have the ability to do at any moment in our lives and that really encompasses our whole conversation, that word intention is because, you know, in that word there's focus, in that word there's choice. Uh, it's a very empowering thing to do, setting our intention and it's a very grounding thing to do, coming back to why am I doing things? You know, what is the purpose of it? What's my intention? What, what am I hoping to achieve is the outcome? Uh, yeah, just having that as, as a daily focus is, is a wonderful thing to do. And certainly at times when we are overwhelmed, coming back to that word, what are my intentions, can help us to break down exactly, exactly as that, that quote said, you know, what our next steps need to be and uh, how we can take action to get there. And this last one I want to leave you with, it says, remember that stress or stress or being overwhelmed doesn't come from what's going on in your life or your work or your you know, personal life. It comes from your thoughts about what's going on in your life, um, you know, which is really important again because no matter how busy we are or how busy the world is, it really all centres in the mind and how we, um, how we interpret that and what we give thought to what we give power to through our thoughts um so yeah something to think about food for thought actually yeah lots yeah. lots yeah. of food for thought in this one so listen in i hope you enjoyed what we've had to say today uh, i think it's been a very interesting you know topic um and one i think that most people will get something out of so i really want to thank sue for um you know for asking the question and um for today's topic and if anybody has, uh, anyone out there has got other ideas, please contact us. We'd love to hear from you. you yeah, can... thank you, Sue, for, for the feedback. And, yes, we absolutely would. It's, it's certainly, you know, like we're here to, to share our experiences and our, some of our coaching tips and knowledge, but the more that we get from, from our listeners and the more feedback that we get, the more we can make it uh, something that serves serves everyone in our community so 
And Thank I've, you very much and we look forward to more of it. And I really want to say too, Tiff, that we're excited to um, this year to be really to be starting to look at inviting um, some of our other coaching friends, our coaching buddies, on onto the uh, podcast to talk yes. with us. Um, can't say who yet, but I know we've got a couple of people that we're keen to line up. So stick around for that. You know, you want to miss that. That's going to be very exciting, and I think lots of fun too. Because I know it's. it's I mean, I always have fun talking with you, Tiff, but it's just so interesting you know hearing different people's perspectives on things and um you know i think it's going to be it's going to be quite it's going to be a bit of a if, if it's going to be interesting but also a bit of fun and a bit of a laugh i think it will be too yeah yeah, yeah. i think we'll have to have to get one of those up on the air quite soon i think it's yeah. something that's burning on both our minds so yeah maybe in the next next few weeks we might try and get one up yeah but other than that, we'll, um, we might sign off. So have a great uh, week ahead. Um, I hope that things have resonated with you. Love to hear your feedback. You can contact us by any of the means through our podcast or, in any of the, or on any of the other um, social media or platforms. And we look forward to hearing from you. Yes, we certainly do. And have a great week, everyone, and we'll catch you next time. Okay, bye. <laughs>